Hold your head up where we are, we got a whole world to win In honor of our fallen fighters and future generations It might not be easy, no, but may the tears start to flow Get up, look in the mirror and say I'm gonna be me Hello and welcome to this very special episode of Queer Dungeoneers. What's that? We're Sammy. They're busy working on our Act 2 finale. I'm here to tell you about a very special Pride Week event we were asked to be part of by our friends over at Prison Pals. If you're here because of that event, thank you. We're so excited to have you listening. And for our regular listeners who don't know already, every day this week, a different queer actual play podcast is releasing a special one shot with the theme of one of the colours of the rainbow flag. So on Sunday, Pacific US time, Rise of the Demigods did their red slash life one shot. On Monday, Dungeons and Drag Queens did orange slash healing. Today is us with yellow slash vitality. Tomorrow will be queer for adventure with green slash nature. Thursday will be prison pals themselves with blue slash harmony. And Friday will be domino theory with purple slash spirit. Make sure you go check out all those wonderful folks over on their feeds and check back in on the Prison Pals feed on Saturday for an all DM one shot where you'll be able to hear the kind of shenanigans Sammy gets up to when they're a player. Also on the Prison Pals feed every day this week is special bonus content including an interview with Liz Suey who wrote the Pride Anthem you heard earlier called LGBTQ. We're so grateful to have been part of this event with so many other wonderful queer creators. So a big thank you to Prison Pals for organising this event. It's really important to us that we boost other queer voices in the TTRPG community. And a second big thank you to our own incredible cast, Scarlett, Tori and Jared, who probably didn't know what they were signing up for when we started, but who have risen to the task with incredible enthusiasm. Unfortunately, they couldn't be part of this one shot, but we definitely felt them playing with us in spirit. And one last thing before we start, I want to give a shout out to Ursi Dice, who made the system you're about to hear. He makes a bunch of really cool one-page RPGs, which you can find on drivethroughrpg.com. So, without further ado, this is a sad place where ghosts live. This is Sammy and Ursula, and you are joining us for our game of This is a Sad Place, Where Ghosts Live. So why don't we introduce ourselves? Hi, I'm Sammy. My pronouns are they, them, and today I will be your GM, or ghost master. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on a podcast called Queer Dungeoneers, right where you are in our feed. <laughs> Make sure... You listen to that whole thing because it's really quite good. I like it. I'm pretty proud of what we made. Yeah. So who the hell are you and why are you in my house? <laughs> why are you in my house? Get out of my house. If it's not abundantly clear yet for our long-term listeners, Sammy and I are engaged and we live together. Um, so I am Ursula. My pronouns are she, her, but I also don't mind they, them. I play Nim on Queer Dungeoneers, everyone's 
favorite dysfunctional druid. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she's not your favorite dysfunctional druid. She's my favorite dysfunctional druid. She's my favorite bear lady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's definitely my favorite bear lady. So this is a sad place where ghosts live. Is a game about people in a house who could be happier. There's some some sadness in their life and the ghosts in their lives that try to bring them happiness while also trying to regain their lost memories. As you know from our delightfully recorded intro, we're doing this for Pride Week, but for a few reasons, our schedule kind of fell out of whack a little bit, and so we weren't able to record with the whole cast in the end. So since me and Ursula live together anyway, we thought it would be a fun date idea to do this Wait, together. This is a date? Well, we've got garlic bread and we've got Moscato now. So, yes, it's officially like a date. Aww. We might order pizza at some point. <laughs> and we've got our wine. Let's so get cozy and enjoy this game. So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to make up the residents of the house in the game. So because we've got one player and one GM, we need one more resident than there are going to be players. Mm-hmm. So we need two residents. So the game gives us a couple of pre-generated options. Each resident has four stats. Really, they have two stats that they've broken into four stats. So they have joy and sadness, which are linked. So as joy goes up, sadness goes down. And they have courage and fear. And when courage goes up, fear goes down and vice versa, etc. We have a couple of different residents who have different stats. It kind of gives the jam an idea of like how to play them. So we have the believer, the brave heart, the fearful, the light heart... The mourner, the pure, and the skeptic. So we haven't decided which two we're going to use yet. We are using two. Why don't, do you want to outline our premise? Our couple. Mm. So the premise that we're going for. So I'm going to be the game master or ghost master, <laughs> um, and so I will be controlling the residents. Uh, we want the residents to be like a couple living in the apartment, and the premise we've gone for is like a queer couple. Living in Australia um, during the the marriage equality debate that happened last year was it 2018 or 2017? You know, I don't even know anymore. That's why I, that's why I started. Um, so for those of you who don't know, in the kind of second half of 2017, Australia had a postal survey hmm. um, about whether or not same gender couples should be allowed to marry. And this wasn't a compulsory vote. Um, it was opt-in. Um, you sent your vote by mail. And it was it was a very controversial political action that received a lot of backlash from the queer community and which inflicted a lot of hardship on the queer community. Ultimately, spoilers, the vote came back majority yes. It passed. Same gender marriage is now legal in Australia. It's all good, blah, blah, blah. But it was a very trying time for our community. So our couple, this couple lives in Sydney um, around the time that the campaigning for this survey was happening. And like I said, it was a very trying time. So, you know, even though this couple live together and they're obviously very committed to one another, they're both probably going through quite a lot at the moment, which is where the premise of the game comes in. So the ghost's goal in this game is to bring joy to the residents. And when both residents, or when all residents, if you're playing with more than one player, when their joy stat reaches six, you win. 
If their fear stat reaches six, you lose. If you win, you regain all your memories from your life and you can pass on to the next life or wherever. And if you lose, then you never remember who you are and you fade into oblivion. Pretty heavy stuff. We're going to make it fun. We're going to make it fun. It's also kind of heavy with our added premise, so... Yeah, and for those of you who are familiar with Queer Engineers, um, this is a bit more serious than the kind of stuff we tend to go for in the show. Um, It does hit a little bit closer to home, but our theme or our colour for Pride Month is yellow, which is vitality. And I think there was nothing that showed vitality more than the courage and sheer willpower the queer community showed in Australia to get through those kind of six to eight months of awfulness. Totally. Um, Particularly the trans community who were thrown under the bus by both the no campaigners and the yes campaigners, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So um, even though we have quite a serious premise, ultimately, you know, this is about getting through and triumphing through mm-hmm. hard times, which to me is the very different definition of vitality. So. So let's make our people. Yeah. Let's make our couple. So, okay. So we went through the list earlier. Out of that list, I definitely am interested in having like a light heart in the game. I think so a light heart has very high joy so they're very easy to to get to the top level but they also have um, higher fear. Yeah, very high fear. So basically it's easy to get their win condition but it's also easy to get their lose condition. And I think that like that's a very valid type of person during this like event. Someone who can see the joy in the world still but is also still brought down by things. Mm-hmm. I think that's an interesting kind of person. What kind of person would you like to do? I think we should go for one of the harder ones. Yeah, to match I was that because we don't want fearful something too easy. Is actually the opposite. So fearful's very hard. Actually. Fearful has a joy of three and a fear of five. So we might be setting ourselves up to fail here. But I also think that's fine. It suits the kind of characters and the kind of political atmosphere that they're going to be existing in. Mm-hmm. So our ghost is just going to have to work real hard. We'll be okay. We'll be fine. <laughs> well, you'll be okay. I am just the GM. Okay, so we've got our light heart and our fearful. fearful. So what types of people are there? I'm imagining them both as, like, women, but they don't have to be. One of them can be and be. One of them could be even a dude. We could we could have a man in this. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for indulging me. <laughs> I know we said we shouldn't model this off us too much, but maybe a woman and a trans woman or a woman and a trans femme person we definitely want a trans person yeah i think we need a trans person in there i think it's an important element of this debate we could do a trans person and an nb person but maybe that's getting too far away from the point i feel like and again it's not just that it's like that's actually who we are but like i feel like it hits Mm -hmm. a nice balance between like the struggle that cis queers particularly by cis queers went through okay feeling invisibilized in this time but also that trans people went through like i think one of them has to be trans and one of them has to be bi okay so i think that the fearful i don't know if this is playing into a trope too much but i think the fearful should probably be the trans one like they are under like more stress Mm. in this time maybe and they're like a little bit like they don't have that same sort of resilience being given to them by like seeing their community come together because they're kind of being targeted by their community yeah and we should make the light heart the cis bi character yeah okay 
So, okay, let's do three interesting things about our two characters. Oh, well, let's let's come up with a name for each of them. Our fearful is the trans one. Mm-hmm. What's a good trans name? <laughs> no, we should. It can be any name, but also it should have like a slight hint of Elven to it. Sylvia or Sylvian. That's literally mm. the name of a DNG, like Fey language. That's Sylvan. Okay, it's very close. Okay, so we're naming our fearful character Sylvian. Now the Lightheart. What sort of? What's a nice by name? I know that's a really bad way of looking at it. What's a lovely name? Hmm. Anna. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like an Anna to me. Okay, so for Sylvian and for Anna, what do they both do with their time? Um, one of them's got to be a student, right? Yeah, I was going to say. I reckon Sylvian's probably the student. Mm-hmm. Because maybe she had to put her life on hold for a little while to transition. Mm-hmm. And was she studying, like, something like journalism? I was going to say psychology. Psychology works. I'm, like, I'm happy with psychology. Okay, so she's a psych student. Mm-hmm. And what would Anna be doing? Anna is in a band. Okay, but what does she do for money? okay she's in a she's in a garage punk band she's in a garage punk band okay i'm hearing you okay so garage punk band but how does she make the dough she's she is in a band and that's what she wants to do but she works as a waitress waitress okay fast food fancy place i think she works at the bar where she often does gigs okay so that's that's one thing each so I don't know, one fun thing about each of these characters. What do they each look like, I guess? Like, roughly. I want to say that one of them is, like, maybe, like, an immigrant or, like, a recent I was going to say generation. that Anna has indigenous heritage. Indigenous heritage. Okay. Yeah, I like that, too, actually. Okay. Indigenous. Yeah, so she's got darker skin and dark hair. Yep. Which is... Bong. Maybe she went. Maybe she has like the bisexual bob. Yeah, she has the bisexual bob. Okay, she's got the bi bob, but because she has frizzy hair, it like sticks out a bit. <laughs> frizzy hair, don't stop me. <laughs> okay, um, and Sylvian is. I think she's got purple hair. Maybe I think she's, she's the immigrant. as. Okay, she's the immigrant. Okay, where from? Sinking somewhere like maybe like Vietnam or something. I was thinking, yeah, Southeast Asia, like. Indonesia okay. or Vietnam? I, I like Vietnam. Just got purple hair. It's not natural. It's dyed. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Uh, so, okay, now we should do a fun thing. And oh, fun what, thing. what are their what are their passions? What does each of them like want to be later? Like, well, Anna wants to be a musician. Anna wants to be a musician. Yeah, she wants to be a rock star. Not rock necessarily star. a rock star. She wants to be like a. Well, she's a political musician. Yep. You know. Okay. She's an activist. And Sylvian, you know what? I think I think Sylvian. Does she want to become a psychologist, like a counselling psychologist, or doesn't she know yet? I feel like she doesn't quite know what she's like getting a. De- she doesn't know what she's getting a degree for. But can I throw a wrinkle into this? I reckon. I think she totally wants to be like a pro gamer or something. I reckon she's a speedrunner. She's a speedrunner. I yeah, love that. She's a speedrunner. Um. And she's not that great yet, but she wants to, like, set a world record in uh, Donkey Kong Country... Uh, Donkey Kong Country 64. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, definitely. She definitely wants that. Um, so they both use she pronouns. Mm-hmm. Although I reckon Anna will... Anna uses she, they. 
I reckon Sylvian is probably pretty consistent on she. Okay, I like these characters. I like them too. Oh, oh. I'm invested in their lives. Let's just get like one piece of juice. Like, what is one thing? I don't know which way to phrase this. Like, one like thing that the other one does that annoys the other one or like makes it hard for them to live together. I think Sylvian probably is sad that Anna's out at night a lot working okay. or playing. Um, okay, so um, Mrs. Face-to-Face? Yeah, or like, or like their schedules time. often yeah. clash, because like if she's at uni during the day and Anna's out during the night, they don't always have heaps of time together. Yeah. They're the kind of people who have to schedule a date during recording a podcast. <laughs> Who would do that? <laughs> and I think Anna... Maybe it maybe annoy- like it maybe like a noise that she doesn't have her life together. Yeah, I was about to say maybe she's like she doesn't know what she wants to do. Yeah, like, yeah, and Anna, Anna, Anna like maybe like slightly like not fairly but maybe like slightly resents like she works and stuff. And, yeah, and stuff. So she's like bringing in a bit more of the money and and like she works maybe she works really hard on this musician thing and she just yeah. doesn't feel like Sylvian's very focused. She doesn't understand. Yeah. Sylvian's, like, kind of current lack of ambition. Okay. So where are they living? So they live in Sydney, but, you know, rent in Sydney is super fucking expensive. Ha ha. Hmm. We're dying. Please send help and or money. You can send money. <laughs> we have a Patreon where you can send money. It's great. <laughs> um. Yes. So the building's old. <laughs> it's shit. The strata's super unresponsive. There's like five different things that need to be fixed in the house, but they're not, they don't bother calling up because they know they won't be fixed for a week. Yeah. Things are kind of in a constant state of mess because of the like schedules crisscrossing and. Okay. Uh, I do have one more question and then I think we're good with these characters because they're really cool. I like them. I'm excited. <laughs> I, sh- I, I just want them to be happy, which is good because that's, <laughs> that's the goal. That's the goal, my I'm friend. I'm embodying though. my character. Okay, so for each of them, like, how are their families about their queerness? Have they told their family? Do they have contact with their family still? I think it would be an interesting twist if one of, if Sylvian's family are supportive, but they're far away. Yeah. So, like, and whereas Anna's family, so, like, so Sylvian's <laughs> moved in with Anna because... Like, Sylvian needs somewhere to live because she can't live at home because she lives in Australia now. Yeah. But maybe Anna does need to live away from home, right? I think maybe Anna has a family that's not outright homophobic or transphobic, but she has a family that doesn't really get it and doesn't put a lot of effort into getting it. Like, they support her at face value, but there's like a lot of microaggressions. Yeah, they're probably voting yes in this. And they kind of spat but again. Well, maybe like, they're like, "I support you," but then they're like, "Oh, I'm voting no." You know, though that type of family that's just like, "Oh, I support you," but then like, no, I. Oh no! How about this? Her mom's voting yes, but her dad's. Voting oh, it's no. always the dad, isn't it? It's always the fucking. It's dad. always the fucking dad. So like, hey, hey, any dads listening? Thank you for listening. We love that you're listening, but. If you're bad dad, get your shit together. <laughs> um, yeah, I reckon it's that thing of, like, you know, Anna's family's pretty traditional and her dad kind of, like, has the final say on these kinds Ooh, of leanings. Yes. Even though, like, her mom has different opinions, she's kind of a bit disempowered in the relationship and, 
like they're not unhappy, but it impacts the kids. Totally. And so Anna is like, I need to get out of here. Jeezy wheezy, are we ready to play? We are. Anna's family, I reckon, live. They live in the west. Or like I was going to say they live on the central coast. Okay. Which is north of Sydney, for those of you who are not familiar with the eastern coast of Australia. Okay, so I choose the repercussions and developments, right? Yeah. No, you choose the repercussion and I choose the development. It's also worth noting that the ghost cannot directly make someone happy. I, as a ghost, cannot just say, I put up Sylvian's joy. Um, I have to do something that creates joy in her life that increases her joy. And the way that you do that is by making the two characters interact with each other, right? So So you make, like, negative or positive interactions between them. So I have, and my aim is to create positive interactions, obviously. But you might. But depending on how I roll, I might be trying to make a positive action but actually create a negative action. Yeah. So I have three different things I can choose to do. Apparition, which allows me to take form in the physical world. Poltergeist which allows me to make a noise or exert control over an object, um, or possession, which allows me to possess someone, essentially. So um, temporarily have some control over a person's action. So you roll a d20 to determine how successful that is, and depending on your result, you get repercussions and or developments. And then there's a table of repercussions and developments, and as we said, uh, the GM, Sammy, chooses the repercussions, and the ghost, me, chooses the developments. Um, and then we roll to see whether or not those repercussions and developments and the action that the ghost takes impact the character's stats. Okay. So. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's giddy gone gosh get on with it. So it's it's 9am and Sylvian's alarm rings for the third time and she pulls it over to her and she, instead of hitting snooze again, this time she just turns it off <laughs> and then curls up back into bed. <laughs> Don't at me! Uh, meanwhile, Anna has already headed to her friend's place to get jamming in the morning. It's a Tuesday. And Sylvian has class in an hour, which you know as a ghost because you've read her timetable, (laughs) which is up on the wall and rarely adhered to. (laughs) Um, And she falls back asleep. What are you up to, my ghosty pal? I'm in the kitchen and there's a mug with um, the makings of an instant coffee, just the way that Sylvian likes it, sitting on the bench. And there's, like, a pile of post-it notes in the kitchen because there's a wall phone. So there's, like, a a pile of post-it notes for people to take messages. I would like to, as the ghost, draw a little heart on one of the post-it notes and put the post-it note on the coffee. Okay. That sounds like you are using poltergeist. I am using poltergeist. To make a noise or exert some control over an object. So. Roll your d20 and we'll see how this goes. 
Oh, Ooh. wow. That's very good. That's... 16. So on a 16, you gain control of an object for a few seconds. So I get one repercussion and two developments. Okay. So pick your developments. Or do I? am I meant to pick first? Um, okay. No, I'll pick first because then you have the option to negate what I do. Yeah. Okay. I think this goes pretty well for you, but it's quite an exertion because you have to bring the pen or like you're actually controlling two objects. You've got to bring a pen to actually draw the heart with, and then you've got to flick it onto the cup and that goes well, but you've exerted a lot of energy for the day. And so you'll take a minus two to your next roll. So, but now you got to pick two developments. So you get to pick two good things. Yeah. Okay. So I think, um, you know, when Sylvian eventually gets up and sees this, um, it's going to make her happy because she thinks it's from Anna. So I'm going to impart joy into, onto, upon Sylvian. Um, and I'd like to create a positive, positive influence from one resident to another for later. So Sylvian now feels positive towards Anna and might take action on that later. Right. Okay. I get you now. So... Mm. So Sylvian will do something nice for Anna later. Yeah. So Sil- okay. so influence is about what the residents do for each other. Okay. So now we move the joy up one for Sylvian and we move her sadness down one because you've imparted joy in her. And yes, so now she'll try later to do something nice. Sylvian so- still oversleeps, I guess. Yeah. So Sylvian still oversleeps because, you know, you didn't actually do anything to wake her up. But when she does wake up, she comes out and she sees this delightful message that's been left for her on her cup. And she gets a little bit happy. And because she's happy, I think she, like, spends the rest of the morning, like, doing some cleaning, trying to make the house a bit nicer for when Anna gets back from her, from her band practice. Aww. (laughs) And, yeah, so I think a few hours later, Anna gets home to... Not a tidy house. It's never really a tidy house. But she gets home to a nicer house. And would this instill joy or would this instill... Joy. Um, I can... But I'd have to roll. Yes, you would. So, roll joy. Sylvian's the influencer, so you need to get four or less. Yeah. So, roll joy. And we'll see if this works. Oh, yeah. Okay. This is a one. So, we're trying to roll under the number, so that's a success. Already, Anna's in a really good good mood about things right now. Actually, she's in a very good mood. because She's got a six in joy, which is really beautiful. So I think she comes home and she sees this clean house and she's just really appreciative, right? That Sylvian would do this for her and it like really takes a load off her mind because she's got to like go to work soon. You know, like, she's just coming home from band before she's got to go to work. But then she's brought in the mail, and then they sit down, and they start, like, flicking through it together. And then they unfold a pamphlet, and the pamphlet is just, like... Gross propaganda. Yeah, it's vote no propaganda. It's got some It's got some hot bullshit in it. Just stuff that's sort of rubbish and, and doesn't even make sense. It's just... It's, just it's, it's a shitty piece of paper, but now it's entered their lives... And what was this really nice moment suddenly becomes, like, really crummy. And and so Anna, like, crumples it up and, like, throws it in the, in the recycling. And then she's, like, just starting to get ready for, like, work. But, it's, like, she's totally in her own head about it. 
But then Sylvian had, like, agreed to play, like, a game with her friends that night. And so she's, like, online now doing that while Anna gets ready for work. So Anna's kind of pissed that she gets ready to head off. And Sylvian's just playing the game. Okay. Okay. I am going to... So Anna's getting ready to to go to work, right? Is she having a shower? Yeah, she has a shower at some point. Okay. I think while she's in the shower, I am going to try and apparate just a little. Not necessarily appear as a specter before her, but to say something to her, like, that's calming and comforting. Like, it's okay. You'll be okay. I know that it's going to be all right. And you kind of want to, like, pass it off like you're the voice in her head. Like, 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 like you're her. Like, it's just her own thought. Kind of. Like, I guess, like, I don't... I wanted to do it while she's in the shower because the water's going. Mm-hmm. And so, like, she's not necessarily going to totally... Like, it's not going to be quite as weird because there's a lot of, like, noise going on mm-hmm. around her. It's still pretty fucking weird. But you know what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. So, so she hears it. Okay, so it's oh, yeah. 18, but it's minus 2. Oh, it is. That's still a 16. Yeah, that's still the same level of result. So I'm going to choose one repercussion. Um, my repercussion is going to be that she does kind of realize that this voice isn't her own. Like, she's not really sure where it comes from. And, like, she doesn't think it's a ghost because I don't think she's like, super believes in ghosts or anything. But she knows that, like, she's, like, really doubting herself. Like, that's really weird. So I'm going to definitely say that imparts fear. So now you get to choose two developments. I'm actually going to negate that and say it also imparts courage. Sorry, I know that takes it back and forth a little bit. That's fine. But, um... That's your right. And what else? And I think it's also going to give me plus two to the next D20 roll because she's kind of like, she has that moment of fear where she's like, holy shit, this isn't my my voice. But then she's like comforted by the fact that there's... Someone there. Like, by the words... That I'm saying, okay. like, you're going to be okay. So would you say, like, she's almost becoming more comfortable with you as an idea? Like, yeah. Like, it, or it's given me confidence that I can make a difference. Okay, that's cute. All right. So she gets ready and she heads off to work. Okay, so she'll be at work until late. And I think that, like, Sylvian is, like, totally into her game. And you realize, and, and she's playing, and it's about, like probably like 9 p.m. and she hasn't had dinner or anything. She's made dinner. Are you going to just like let that go or? I think I'm going to go out into the kitchen and mm. I'm going to push the fridge door open so that after a while the door alarm goes off. Totally. I love it. So that's definitely poltergeist controlling an object. With a plus two. With a plus two. 17. 17. Oh, wow. I haven't rolled outside this category yet. It's making it really hard for me, but it's fine. (laughs) I mean, it's how the game works. Okay. So once again, because we've gotten three rolls that have been the same category. So once again, I get to do one repercussion and then you get to do two developments. So I hate to keep instilling fear, but I think Sylvian knows that she hasn't opened the fridge and, like, there's not necessarily anything obviously sticking out that's making the... F- like, when she goes, she can just close it straight away. There's mm-hmm. nothing in the way. But she, like... Because she does get up and she does go and she does, like, look at this. So I'm definitely going to say that's going to instill one fear. Because she's kind of like, okay, why is my fridge <laughs> open? And now you get to do two developments. And that will decide how this next moment goes. So I think I'd like to create a positive influence from one resident to another. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. And actually, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to give negative one to the next positive influence role. Okay, so making it more likely to succeed. Yeah. Okay, so I think what happens is now she's out of her room. Uh, she looks, she like, her tummy grumbles and she's like, ah, oh, shit, I'm hungry. And because she cleaned the house earlier, like the kitchen's not so intimidating. There's some room to actually work in it. And so she does something simple. She just like makes a big bowl of spaghetti. Um, but she makes enough for her and for Anna. So when Anna gets home, when she would normally just like make a sandwich really quickly, or maybe she would have gotten something while she was out. Like today, she's got some nice hot spaghetti to come home to, the quality of which will be judged by this influence roll. So roll enjoy influence. <laughs> Am I rolling against Sylvian or Anna's? Oh, there's no point giving more joy to Sylvian is uh, to Anna, is there? No, because she's already maxed out. We could give her cart. Oh no, courage. This doesn't really make sense, does it? What do you think? Or maybe it does put her courage up because the voice said to her before it's going to be okay and then something nice happened. So she's like, it is gonna that's be okay. weird. Like maybe you do like. Okay. So you want it to be influenced courage. Yeah. Okay. So you. So like she kind of believes this voice, even though it doesn't make any sense. Okay. Right. Unfortunately, you do need to roll a one oh, for shit. this to be successful. But if I fail, nothing happens. Yeah, that's fine. So. Okay, that's the maximum roll. You did not it's succeed. Six minus one. Okay. It's five. I think so she like happens. I think she like gets home and Sylvian's like expecting her to be like really happy about this, but I think she's already kind of in a crabby mood from having just worked. Maybe she already had food, so it kind of falls flat. Um, so she doesn't really want any of it. It's like she sees it's a nice gesture, but she's like not really in the right space to like appreciate it. And I don't know. Even though her joy is at six. Maybe she gets home and she's like, oh, thanks, babe, that's really nice, but I already ate. Like, yeah. Like, she's grateful, but it's it's not the same kind of gesture. Yeah, exactly. Because she is happy at the moment. Like, apart from the one crummy thing earlier, like, totally. she's, she would have bounced back well since her joy is at six. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. So, I think that puts a close on day one. I don't think it's necessarily the next day. I think it's a little bit later. So where do we find them? I think it's like a weekend. I think it's the weekend now. And on this weekend, they are home together for a rare time. And this time it's kind of a roller reversal because Sylvian is actually really eager to spend some time with Anna but Anna just wants to sleep, right? She's had a huge week and she just wants to snoozies. <laughs> um, and yeah, and so you come into this and so like Anna is like, I don't think she's like asleep, but maybe she's like reading a book in bed. You know, she doesn't want to like get out of bed while like Sylvian is like grumpily playing video games in the next room. The other room. <laughs> so there are two rooms. There are two rooms. <laughs> um... Yeah, and and so I think Anna is just tired, not unhappy because her joy is high, but like just in this moment, she's not very energetic and Sylvian is kind of crappy. <laughs> um, okay, I'd like to try and possess Anna. 
um, and get her to call out to Sylvian and say, like, hey, do you want to come play video games in bed and we can snuggle while I read? Okay, roll possession. Okay, let's see. Oh, wow. How do we keep rolling in this bracket? This is bizarre. Okay, so you got a 17. This is making this, like, a very trivial exercise. (laughs) Um, So, you can control a person for a few seconds. They have a confused memory of the event. One repercussion and two developments. Now, I I hate to keep hitting you with the same repercussion, but I think if you, like... If you're lying in bed tired and then suddenly you say some shit you didn't even mean to say, I reckon that's fear. I reckon that Anna's just put her fear up. Shit. Yeah, we're close to losing, shit, but we'll, shit. We'll, we'll, we'll do this. So for the listeners at home, we're now one point of fear away from losing the game. But we're also quite close to winning. So what what happens? <laughs> Is it boring if I want to also instill joy? In Sylvian? You can instill joy in Sylvian. Okay, so Sylvian now has five joy. Yeah, so Sylvian hears that and is like... Fuck yeah, I do. I do want to hang out. (laughs) That's what I wanted to do all day. And And so she like, she stops playing um, Call of Shooty on her PS4 (laughs) and starts playing Let's Go Peaky V on her Nintendo Switch Switch in bed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and I also want it to create a positive influence from one resident to another. Okay. Maybe this yeah. takes some fear away from... Because Sylvian's, like, kind of worried about where things are at, maybe, because she hasn't spent it any time... It does relate to the ghosts in the house. But if she's worried about them, then she's receiving comfort from Anna, like, physical comfort from Anna, and maybe it, like, makes her feel a little bit more comfortable yeah. with her weird fringe, I think she's noticed some, last Like, night. I think that there's other weird shit that's happened in the meantime. Yeah. So, like, her fear is obviously very high. This is on her mind. She has six fear. Like, she's terrified of this ghost. So maybe even just being in the other room to Anna at the moment is kind of, like, yeah. freaking her out a little. So, hold on. I'm trying to roll... So you're trying to roll a one... Oh, oh, it's a two. <laughs> oh, too so bad. So she gets some comfort from it. Yeah, she gets some comfort from it. Not enough to make a mechanical difference. Um, but while, like, but while she gets she's the in, joy. Yeah, like while she's in um, Anna's like physical presence a bit more, she feels a bit calmer. Totally. No, totally. And that's good. That's really nice. Uh, and that's like a lovely moment for those two. Let's fast forward to the next day. Okay, so the next day, I think Anna's parents are dropping in. Oof. Yeah. So it's, like, the morning, and Anna is, like, freaking out, tidying up. Like, she's just running around, putting stuff everywhere. And Sylvian is trying to help, but she's not really sure what she's meant to be doing. And, like, she keeps asking Anna, and Anna just, like, snaps at her, you know, um... And the whole thing's a bit of a shambles. <laughs> um, alright. So, I'm confused ghost in the corner watching this back and forth and back and forth. And so... Oh, one point of winning and one point of losing. This is terrifying. Oh, it is, isn't it? <laughs> um, I just gotta get a development that instills joy in Sylvian, actually. So Sylvian's feeling useless right now right like she's confused and Anna's kind of not giving her much direction because Anna's kind of 
like Anna's fear score is pretty high too, and she's probably she's scared, like she's in love with Sylvian, right? But she's kind of taking out her fear on her yeah because her parent like their parents are coming and yeah it's can i just like say much. when we use fear i think fear is the ghost but fear is also a bit of a metaphor yeah. for the situation oh right? yeah definitely. so i think fear in our context can also be about fear of like social climate yeah yeah, like, yeah. i agree and i think i think it's very pertinent to a queer couple like they they're, they're both got high joy and high fear, and high right? fear they're yeah. terrified but they're in love and happy um so i think i know i'm going to I think while Anna's kind of whirlwinding around and cleaning up and Sylvian's trying to help but not really succeeding, Anna's, like, just gone over to one of the piles of stuff. Like, there's a pile of stuff on, like, a coffee table or wherever they put their TV or whatever. And she picks it up to try and, like, I don't know, put it in a cupboard and hide it or stuff. And in that pile, there's, like, a bunch of silly drawings from, like, a game or something that they were playing um, I want to, like, make one of those pieces of paper, like, fall out and fall on the ground so that she sees it. Oh, Rob Poltergeist. Ooh, 13. That is the first roll outside this bracket. Okay, so on a 13, you make a small, indistinct noise or gently move an object once. So I don't think you managed to get it all the way out of the pile. Maybe just, like, the paper's Halfway. kind of... Yeah. So... I think that when she's in this state, you're not going to like me. I think it imparts a bit of sadness. I think she sees this drawing and she's kind of like, that's how she wants things to be. And she's got to pretend for her parents. Yeah. So I think Anna sees this piece of paper and she pulls it out. And yeah, she's looking at it. Like she shows Sylvian, but the negative development is as she sees it like, she kind of realizes she's not quite in that same headspace where she was doing the silly drawings. Like everything feels really heavy. Like there's all this heavy stuff on the news at the moment. Like there's weird shit going on in her house and her parents parents are are visiting. (laughs) Um, And so I think that this puts, I think it's like her perception of her joy gets affected. Like she, Mm. she feels like she used to be happier. Um, okay, yeah, so my development then is going to be that action creates positive influence from one resident to another. So I think even though even though Anna feels sad yeah. looking at the paper, it actually makes Sylvian pretty happy. Yeah. Maybe she's got less on her mind because it's not her parents, you right. know, so, like, she's kind of... In a better space. She's Yeah. Even okay. though she's a bit reserved about, like, yeah. what she can do to help Anna. So roll joy, you need a five or less... Oh, a four! Yes. Okay, so for the listeners at home who are trying to keep score on all this, now Sylvian has maxed out her um, joy, but also maxed out her fear. So she's just a jittering pile of excitement. (laughs) That's that's called anxiety, folks. (laughs) Um, And, uh... But now Anna's actually just one off of maximum joy and one off of maximum fear. So it's so they've kind of swapped places, winning and one point off losing still, but with different, different people orientation. Yeah. So I think it's the afternoon, and Anna's parents come over, and they are going out for dinner later since they can't really have dinner. There's no dinner <laughs> table here. What they've done is the parents are on the lounge. And then Anna and Sylvian are kind of on desk chairs and they're all like having a cup of tea or coffee together. 
<laughs> Why can I imagine that so perfectly? Um, so they're all kind of sitting around. It's like a little bit awkward, not just because of the people involved, but just because it is like just space-wise very awkward to manage. And it's mostly going okay. The conversation is pretty tepid. Like, the family are, like, reasonably respectful. They don't bring up the postal vote or anything. But then at one point, the dad does misgender Sylvian. And I think Sylvian is, like, obviously a bit hurt. And then Anna, like, looks like she wants to say something. But then, like, and, like, goes to say something, but kind of says it quietly. And then the moment in the conversation kind of, like, starts to pass for her to, like, do anything about it. And she, like, kind of gets flustered about it and doesn't do anything straight away. But that's when your ghost ass busts in. So what are you going to (laughs) do? Oh, I think I'm going to possess Anna and make her repeat what she said, but louder. Okay. So you just like, it's she. Oh, actually, that feels so... Or would you even get Sylvian to say something? I don't really want to possess them. I want them to like be able to do it themselves. I think I'm going to be an apparition, actually. I'm going to apparate in again next to Anna um, mm. and say, "You can do it. Try again." So roll that. Oh, roll on. apparition. Oh, oh no, no. no! It's a re-roll. Wait, what? Plus is- one. Wait, what? So on a four to ten, you fail to manifest, but you re-roll plus one. <laughs> okay, re-roll plus one that again. Was the exact same. 17. 17. Okay, you manifest fully for a few seconds in a specific form and can manage a few words. So, one, repercussion. I think that this gives you a minus two to your next roll. Yeah, I don't think the it's a lot. Fit. Yeah, it's a lot to do. Um. So, my two developments are I want to... I know this won't win us the game, but I want to instill courage in Anna. Yeah, totally. I think that makes more sense. No, I agree. It's definitely a courage thing, and I like the metaphor. And, um... I think it's a positive influence. Yeah, I want to say positive influence because I think Sylvian seeing Anna stick up for her in front of her parents, Mm -hmm. like, makes her feel more comfortable. Okay, so roll a courage influence. For? So, like, from Anna to Sylvian. So you're trying to to be two or lower. Yeah, you did it! Okay. They go out later, and they come back, and there's a few, like, off-colour things that happen, but just that one moment makes them both feel, like, a lot more like, hey, we can do this, because, like, you know, like, she does it, she says, like, it's she, and then he, like, corrects himself, and then it doesn't happen again that night, kind of, and it's kind of this feeling of, like, okay, like, shit's gonna be hard sometimes, but, like... We can do it. We can do it, you know? It's, like, not that things are always going to be easy, but that they have a control over it. And more control means less fear. So I think that that's, like, <laughs> a really nice moment. it's a week later again so Anna comes into the house in the afternoon and once again she's got the mail and this time their postal vote forms 
are in the mail. And so they open them up and they take the yes box because doy. (laughs) (laughs) I think though that like the Anna wants to go off right away and send them. But I think Sylvian is like hesitating. Like she's kind of in a weird mindset. She didn't go to uni today. She doesn't really want to go out. Um, She's feeling kind of uncomfortable and she really doesn't want to go out and she's feeling really weird about actually posting it. Even though obviously she does want to. And so she says, like, Anna, you just take mine and post it. I think as Anna's about to walk out the door, um, I want to make, like, a flyer for, like, donuts or cake or, like, some, like, two-for-one deal at the local pizza place, like... Slam in her face? Like, like, (laughs) slip up, like, like... Like she's brushed it as she's walking past, right? And it falls, and it like falls in front of her, and she sees that. Mm-hmm. Okay, roll poltergeist to possess paper. Oh, that's a ten, so re-roll plus no, one. No, it's minus two. Oh, it's still it's an still, eight. Uh, yep. Yeah. Oh, oh no. no! So with a three, so that's, yeah. There's so with a three, you create a loud, frightening sound or interact violently with an object without control. And this makes two repercussions. Thank God we increased courage, am I right? <laughs> I don't think that that's what's going to happen. So the first... So what happens? You, you're trying to control this flyer and it just, like, slips off the table and it goes under Anna's foot and then she, like, trips over and she, like, falls on the ground. And, like, I think she even, like, bangs her head on, like, the side of the door. And it hurts her a bit, and it kind of catches her off guard. So I think the th- two things that are going to happen here is it's go- I'm going to give a minus one to the next negative influence roll, and then I'm going to force a negative interaction. So Anna is going to snap at Sylvian, saying, like, why do you leave all this mess around? Like, why don't you do anything? And that's going to be a sadness roll, so you need to roll... Well, you want to roll above a two, or yeah. otherwise she'll lose happiness. She'll lose joy. Oh, fuck uh, my life. That's okay, a two. That's a two. Which comes down to a one. So, Someone yeah. Like Anna, sorry, who's losing joy? So, Sylvian's losing joy because Anna has negatively right. influenced her. But, yeah, so Anna snaps and then gets up, dusts herself off, and just kind of, like, slams the door as she walks out. And Sylvian's left feeling really crummy and, like, maybe she was going to do a bit of cleaning that day and then she's just like well fuck you and she doesn't she does nothing and she just like eats a microwave meal that night or something and doesn't throw away the packaging so i think where we land is like she's there she's eating a microwave meal she's like got a did like the the plate is on her desk and then the packaging is like strewn around the kitchen (laughs) (laughs) i want to poltergeist the remote and i want to turn the tv on to a channel that's playing, I don't know, her favorite show or a mm-hmm. show that she really likes, like a like a comedy show, something that's just gonna make her feel a bit better. Okay. So roll me Poltergeist. <sighs> roll it again. Oh no. Roll it again. Fourteen. So a fourteen, you make a small indistinct noise or gently move an object once. Ooh. Okay, I'm gonna be a bit mean here. You turn it on, but you don't get to choose the channel. So when it comes on, there's some crappy news reporting going on and it does increase her fear. It, like, it makes her feel worse um, about what's going on. But then I think what you actually wanted happens comes to pass. So then she 
like realize okay i'll watch some tv and she flicks it to something she'll actually enjoy right yeah. so and then so, you get your positive yeah i'd like to increase her joy okay yeah i think watching that channel makes her feel happy okay so once again we're here at six and zero and zero and six but we are closer to winning than losing this time yes we are closer than winning than losing Let's bring this home. The postal vote is over and the results are going to be announced at 9am the next morning. But meanwhile, it's been a few weeks and things are kind of moving. And I think that maybe Sylvian is really hoping that it's going to be a, a yes. Well, obviously they're both hoping that the vote's going to be a yes. And I think she's bought a ring. So she's bought so she's bought a ring, uh, but now she's like totally gotten in her own head about it. She's like, what if she says no? What if the votes no? Like she's like, what if we can't even get married? What if like we do this and then we can't? So she's planned to do it this night, and I think what's happening is like she's got it stashed in like her cupboard somewhere, um, and I think they're going out for dinner that night, and she's kind of. They're about to leave, but she's kind of on the edge of just leaving the ring at home, right? Okay. She's not, like, she's not going to bring it with her. This is so perfect. This is exactly what I was going to do. <laughs> I was going to, like, make a brochure with rings in it fall on the table <laughs> or something. Because like, I'm like, Aww. I know I can't influence them while they're outside the house. Anyway, I think they're getting ready to go out. Anna's, like, in the shower again or something. And so Sylvian's, like, in their room getting dressed and, like... You know, like, maybe angsting over clothes a little bit because she's like, will I, won't I? I don't know. Oh, I probably won't. I don't... Whatever. And so I think she's going to put away her, like, fanciest dress. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to make the ring box fall out from wherever it is. Okay. Roll. Just to roll it. Twelve. Okay. One repercussion and one development. Okay. So I think that what happens here is she's like, she's getting really in her head about if she says no. And so I think that the next negative influence roll will have a bigger effect on them. So plus. So minus one to the next negative, negative influence, influence roll. Yeah. Okay. Um, I want my development to be, it creates a positive influence from one resident to another. Okay. So I think it happens right now. I think she, like, I think she's flustered and she picks it back up and she's like, no, I'm like, I can't do it tonight. But I think that this is when Anna comes in from her shower and sees her holding the box. And then she's just like, what are you doing? And I think that, like, Sylvian is. Should I roll? To see you don't have Sylvian to. Does? You don't have to roll <gasps> yes, because right. Sylvian's already Sylvian's at a six. Right, it's six instantly successful. You don't have to roll at all. It's yeah. automatically successful. So I think that Sylvian is already kind of like near the ground picking up the box. And so she just kind of like looks up and then puts one knee down. <laughs> and I think that there's a lot of crying and a lot of smushy words. And they have a really 
nice dinner or maybe they just decide to stay in and watch Netflix and make out <laughs> while wearing their fancy clothes. <laughs> but they get engaged. And then the next morning, the plebiscite result comes in and it's a yes. And the vote says that yes, there will be marriage equality in Australia and it doesn't make up for all the damage that's done and like politicians like wield this as if they've done some great thing for ages, even though they totally passed the buck to the public. And the result's only a 65, 63% success, I believe, which is, you know. And trans divorce isn't repealed for another six months. Yeah. There's all these, there's all these factors, but I don't know. I think they look at their ring and they just realize that, yeah, it's hard, but we can do it. And they're going to do it together. Yeah. really sweet <laughs> so thank you for joining us in the this is a gay place where ghosts live <laughs> um and um, so at this point your ghost um with your mission succeeded you regain your memories so who are you i think i remember that i too am a trans woman and you know during my life i fought really hard for queer rights and trans rights, but maybe ultimately, you know, I dedicated my life to this cause and I didn't actually ever find love, which, you know, didn't really bother me. Like, I had plenty of great friends, many great, you know, romantic trysts and partners over the years, but, you know, when it came to the end of my life, there wasn't anyone there. And so my I stayed on to kind of help the next generation through even more than I already had. You know, all the stuff I did in life, I kind of continued to do in death, giving this young queer couple the courage and the happiness to, like, get through this really trying time, which ultimately was the culmination of a lot of my efforts. You pass through the pearly gates. (laughs) (laughs) And... That's it. That's the end. Oh, that was so sweet. Well, thank you, dear listener, for joining us. Happy Pride Week. Happy Pride Week and Happy Pride Month. And Happy Pride Life. Yeah, Happy Pride Life. And to all our queer Aussie listeners, we're a year and a half, nearly two years on from the start of all that bullshit. And here we are. Still kicking. Still thriving. And you're doing great, and we love you. Yeah! (laughs) Kick butts. Kick butts! If not for you, then for me. Keep on keeping on, and remember... Yellow is for vitality. (laughs) 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 It's also a good flavour of Alan's snakes. No, it's not. I love the yellow one! Yellow is the next Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to check out all the other podcasts participating in this event. You can find them all on Twitter at 
Demigods Fall, at Dungeon Drag, at Queer 4, the number 4, Adventure, at Prison Pals, and at Domino Pod. And for anyone new who liked what they heard, you can find us at Queer Dungeons. We currently have 35 really fun episodes to check out that run about half an hour each, as well as a Patreon with GM notes and cast interviews, and a Discord where you can come join our super supportive little community. You can find the links to all of those on our Twitter. And a final shout out to Andrew of the Beholder's Eye podcast for introducing me to This is a Sad Place, where ghosts live. It's one of my new favorite RPGs. You can hear more of me playing this system over on the Beholder's Eye feed for their International Women in Gaming Month two-parter, where I join members of their cast in playing it for the very first time. Once again, from everyone here at Queer Dungeoneers, we hope you have a very safe and happy pride. Bye! Welcome to Queer Dungeoneers. This is an unbearable experience. If someone was listening to this, they would say, this is pure silliness. <laughs> I'm going to turn animal. into a really big cow. Moo. It is Baramos of the fourth circle. Free me from this orb. Do you have Baramos in your bag? No. You can tell me if you've got Baramos in your bag. No, I've got rations. You've got Baramos in your bag. No, I don't. Nim. What have you done? Queer Dungeoneers, an actual play podcast about being who you are by being someone different. Get it now! I am great and nothing can hurt me.